and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms, as well as discussing some of the films and shows we currently can't stop binging on. I'm celebrity director Hannah Fernando. Oh, celebrity director. Fancy. I'm just a humble writer on TV <laughs> Times. What's on TV and TV and Satellite Week? I'm Ian McEwan. Coming up on this week's show, we'll be talking about Picard. Very exciting on Amazon Prime. Oh, I can see you're grimacing there. Uh, a documentary, Night on Earth, on Netflix. The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is back on Netflix. And also a bit Netflix heavy, do you think? It's really also Netflix on heavy. Netflix, well, also on Netflix, Next in Fashion. I, I think I've got an idea who's going to be talking about that one. <laughs> But there we go. What else are we doing this week? Um, well, we will be revealing what we're binging on um, and answering this week's big question, of course. But before we start, Ian, what's in the news? Well, I've got two bits of news. Uh, in case you're worrying, and I know you do worry, whether or not Stephen Graham is getting enough work. Because we haven't really seen him in anything. No, we lately, haven't. Have we? we have. Too much. Some people say too much, but he's so good. Well, he's in White we House Farm enough. at the moment, isn't he? <laughs> Very good. Anyway, he's teaming up, this sounds fun, with Daniel Mays uh, for a Sky One comedy about uh, two detectives in the Met's special investigation unit. So, of course, he was in line of duty. Now he's kind of doing a bit of a comedy skit on the police. Um, it's called Code 404. My other bit of news... Also exciting. Do you remember we talked about Traces last year on Alibi? Yes. Well, they've got another crime thriller coming up. It's called We Hunt Together. Oh. Uh, it's from the writer of Cheat, and it stars Eve Miles and Babu Sise, quite tricky to say, as detectives searching for two killers. Now, what's caught your eye on the news, Hannah? Um, well, move over, Bross, is well, all I can say. Do you remember that? <laughs> I mean, I remember Frost. Yeah, but do you remember the the, the, yeah. the documentary? Yeah, I when mean, the screaming stops. it was really funny. I'm not quite sure it was what they had anticipated when they signed up for it, but it was it was brilliant genius. nonetheless. Genius. Absolute genius. Um, the Kemp brothers, Martin and Gary, are making a mockumentary about their time in the 1980s. <laughs> New romantic bands, Bando Ballet. Now. Um, is this a good thing or uh, a massive cheese fest like the, the, the Bros documentary? Well, I think it's a good thing, but are you Spandau or are you Duran Duran? Spandau. Are you? All yeah. day long. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I've had you down as yeah. a Durani. I didn't know you had to be either or, but if I had to choose, that's what I'd go with. I'm going with the Duranis. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I actually think that they'll be quite funny on it, I think. And, and, and they'll go into it with their eyes wide open, won't they? Yeah, I think it'd be good. I like a mockumentary and I like yeah. uh, new romantic music, so it's a perfect fit for me. Exactly. Wonderful. Slightly differently, this week, well, one of there's two big shows actually starting this week. One of them is Picard on Amazon Prime. Uh, it arrives there on Friday the 24th of January. If you're not familiar, I've, I've got a feeling you're not particularly a Trekkie, would that be I'm fair not, to say? It's not my thing. I And I've made a New Year's resolution, as you well know, to listen to you. So I'm going to try. Ah. Uh, it kept buffering all the stuff that I was looking at this morning. Uh, Sadly, I missed yeah, out. But, um, excuse. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll try. Well, I'll give you... Well, I'll tell you what. I'll just give you the gist. So Patrick Stewart, as all Trekkies will know, played Jean-Luc Picard, captain of the Enterprise, in Star Trek... The Next Generation and uh, a few other spin-offs. Um, he's reprising the role 
Mm. in Picard. Let's have a listen to a clip. I came here to find safety. But one is never safe from the past. Please, sir, someone's after me. I have an appointment. Your name, please, sir? Picard. P-I-C-A-R-D. It's nice to see you up and around again. We have an obligation to investigate. There is no we, Jean-Luc. Admiral, I am standing up for the Federation, for what it should still represent. This is no longer your house, Jean-Luc. Go home. Right, so I watched episode one, there was a big premiere last night, and I'm not particularly into Star Trek, although, a bit of trivia for you, when I was in the, uh, the Cubs as a young boy, oh. I left because it was on the same night as the original Star Trek series. That is how old you I left. am. You left? I left Cubs because I didn't want to miss Star Trek. Wow. Because in those days, you couldn't record anything. Proper on. There wasn't catch-up, no. there wasn't streaming, there was nothing. So, um, what a day to be alive. <laughs> despite the fact that I'm not a huge, apart from the original series fan, I really enjoyed this. So, the setup is um, Picard is living a lovely life. He's living uh, in a vineyard in France. He's making Chateau mm, Picard nice. wine. He's got a lovely little Staffordshire Bulls Harrier called Number One. <laughs> he's got a great life, but he's troubled by these dreams uh, involving data. Who was an android? I hope it's not. I hope it's android is the correct term. Who was in? There are quite a few characters from the TV series are back, including Data. So he's getting these strange dreams, and then this troubled young woman comes to uh, visit him. He also does an interview looking back on why he left Starfleet. Okay, okay. it's quite complicated. It's still the Romulans. I'm, I'm playing catch up. Can you see my brain? It's like. Anyway, but the upshot is because he meets this young woman and he feels he's still got a mission to sort of carry out, even though he's retired, he gets involved in this adventure that is linked to the Romulans and also the Borg Collective. Right. Okay, so I thought it looked great. Fantastic production values. And you get on board with the vineyard bit. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick Stewart, of course, he's, he's brilliant, isn't he? He's a yeah, national yeah, treasure. Yeah. And I mean, he's very positive about his Star Trek role because he did it, well, between 1987 and 2002. That is a That's long, a long time. stint. And it kind of made his career, even though he's a brilliant Shakespearean actor. So I would say, even if you're not a Trekkie, it's worth checking this out. Because he, yeah. he is fantastic. That was my question. If you're not a Trekkie, is it really worth it? Will you watch it, do you think? Yeah, I will. I will. I promised you I'm that would be my resolution. I'm right going to do eyes it. Now. I'm looking you back in the eyes. Okay. Back at you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm going to do it. When it stops buffering. All right. I shall uh, hold you to that. <laughs> now, have you? what have you got for me? Okay, so um, we mentioned earlier Sabrina, the Teenage yes. Witch. You'll remember her as the Teenage Witch. If you love that, you'll probably love this. Um, we have The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which is on this Friday on Netflix. You know what must be done, Sabrina. Claim the throne. Save precious Greendale, your boyfriend. Now, in error, uh, I was sent the preview for the first episode of the first series of this, which yeah. I watched, um, and I really liked it, actually, because 
Sabrina the Teenage Witch is, is currently showing on four music. So in the, for the purposes of research, you can binge I had that. a little look at that. That's a kind of a sitcom, isn't it? It is. It's very light and fluffy. It is. This, as you say, it's pretty dark. Um, Basically, Sabrina's gone dark. And it's yeah. it's strangely watchable. It's, it's, I'm, I'm it. struggling yeah. to articulate why it's good. Because it's, it's there's nothing really tangible there for me to talk about. Okay. But it it works somehow. And the bit, you know, at the beginning where she sings... You don't know that not bit. Not the episode that I bit, watch. That oh, bit she that sings. she sings. Oh, lovely. Oh, it's not great. No, but okay. I, but it's not great at all. But it, it's fascinatingly, awfully brilliant. Also, I'll tell you why I liked it. It's got Michelle Gomez in it. Yes, it does. It's got Lucy Davis from The Office. And it's got Richard Coyle, who, I mean, I remember from Coupling all those Star, years ago. Started so it's got some up, good frankly. Brits in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of, has it got a bit of a Twilight vibe? Do you it think they're does. all quite moody and good looking? And I found Sabrina herself slightly annoying. But yeah, yeah I thought. Perhaps it, that's the right word. She's slightly irritating. But actually. it looks amazing, doesn't it? It is. It's a great set production. Pieces. So yeah. I, it, I would watch that. Well, that's good because. I thought it would really just appeal to the original Sabrina fans, but I I, I think if you are enjoying it, <laughs> there's hope for everyone else. <laughs> Get on board with it. <laughs> All right. Also from the dark side. Do you Literally, see what I've done I here? like that. Now we don't often do documentaries, oh, do I we? I love this. However, you you picked this out actually. Um, this is on Netflix. Uh, surprise, surprise. Yeah, surprise, surprise. Uh, arriving on Wednesday. Uh, it's called Nice on Earth. It's a new wildlife series that captures the animal kingdom from dusk till dawn. We have always been strangers to the night. A place of unnerving sounds and imagined terrors. But now, new technology allows us to lift the veil of darkness. Now, tell me what you like about this. Well, firstly, it gave me real David Attenborough stroke yes. Lion King vibes. Um, but what's really clever about it, so that it's it's an animal documentary um, that isn't David Attenborough, but you do, it gives you that sense. And it looks at animals and what they do at night time. So really, mostly we see animals in the day and we just assume they must be asleep. Well, we're asleep, of course, they're not. Mm -hmm. um, and they're using incredible technology uh, to see what they're up to. Um, and it's it's fascinating. And in the same way that the David Attenborough wildlife programmes have, there's a kind of a voiceover. It's a woman uh, this time. It's a woman. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and it has that very calm um, feeling that, that, that he kind of has as well. And it's, okay. it's, it's brilliant. She's called Samira Wiley. Oh, really? In case you're wondering. Oh, I was wondering. I do like the look of it. And There's only six episodes. They're going to show in one of them. I like the sound of this one. There's an episode called Sleepless Cities. Guess what's going into cities at night? You might be surprised. Elephants, leopards, hamsters. Yes, I can see that. They may <laughs> They're have escaped. in their house. My one always used to find a way out the cage. <laughs> and macaques. Yeah, out in Thailand. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, it, just, it sounds great, isn't it? It, it, it is really, really good. It, it, it's one of those things that I think that you're going to have to um, record and keep watching because it's really clever technology that they're using to, to, to get all of this footage. Now, again, we've got something 
slightly different, which I think, mm. well, come on, this surely is right up your catwalk. It is right up my catwalk. There is a new reality TV show in town and we've done lots on reality TV and whether they've had their day, well... Apparently not. But apparently not because we have Next in Fashion, which, yeah, you guessed it, it's on Netflix. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a competition, a fashion competition. It's hosted by Queer Eyes, Tan France and fashion designer Alexa Chung. Don't know if you're a fan uh, or fans of them. And the winner gets $250,000 and a chance to sell their debut collection um, with Netta Porte. Shall we have a little uh, listen to what it's like? Let's do that. Hi guys. Hello. Welcome to Next in Fashion. Yes. We scoured the earth for some of the best designers in the world. And I've launched Apple Bottoms and Rockerwear. And I worked for Stella McCartney, moved on to Alexander Wang. But who amongst you is a household name? That's exactly why we're here today. No. <laughs> Are you going to tune in or not? I would. I certainly would watch an episode of this. I'm not sure I'd stay the course. It's funny actually because the fashion reality shows, I don't, I don't love because they're quite cliche. What's it, they're, Project Runways? One of them, yeah, yeah, and I mean. I like the RuPaul's Drag Race. I, 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 like, I get that sort of thing. That's funny and it's it's tonal. It's great. Do this, you like Next Top Model? Yeah, this is a bit Next Top Model-y. Okay. And I, yeah, sort of. And I think that these things have a habit of, they start quite well and they kind of deteriorate. But I'm happy to be proved wrong because I do like a reality TV show. A bit like life and relationships. <laughs> they start well and they begin to deteriorate. Oh, grab me the violin. <laughs> but I thought, from what I've seen... I thought they had quite a good chemistry going on, these two. Yeah, they do. They're quite, quite they fun, do. Aren't they? And they know what they're talking about, which is, you and know, she says quite things key. like drama rama, which I like. <laughs> I know that's quite For that for, reason alone. Fairly niche. You need to watch it. <laughs> okay. Um, now, what else is happening? Let's have a little roundup of the other new releases. Now, there's a big show that we've you may think, oh, why have they overlooked that? The Stranger mm. on Netflix. Thursday the 30th of January. Part of the reason is I didn't get a preview, so I've only seen the trailer. However, I can give you the gist. It's a twisty thriller based on the book by Harlan Coburn, and here's a little flavour. You didn't have to stay with her, you know. Do I know you? She told you she was pregnant and then she lost the baby. She made it up. She was never pregnant. Did you fake your pregnancy? I need you to tell me the truth. Corinne? Adam, this isn't what you think. There's more to this. Right, so Richard Armitage, obviously he was in Spooks back in the day. He was in The Hobbit as the King of the Dwarves. He plays lawyer Adam Price. Dervla Kerwin plays his wife Corinne. And their life is blown apart when a nameless stranger delivers a jaw-dropping revelation to Adam about Corinne. So, I like the look of it. Good cast. I'll tell you what's exciting as well. First straight acting role for Jennifer Saunders from Fab. Absolutely brilliant. How cool is that? It's brilliant. It's also got my favourite comedy actor in it, Paul Kay. And, talking of teenage witches and the like, Anthony Head, who was... Way back, he was in um, Buffy, wasn't he? Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes. Remember that? 
Bring back Buffy. So based on all of this and seeing the trailer and having Jennifer Saunders as a cafe owner, would you watch this? Well, I have watched the trailer too. Yes. Um, and yes, 100% yes. Oh, I rarely, um, I rarely heard you sound this positive. Yeah, well, I, I don't love thrillers generally, mm, okay. but this is... This looks different. It's like it's got a st proper storyline to it as well. It looks like it was about a relationship, essentially. And in the trailer, you'll see um, him sitting in the bar and this woman walks in. And obviously the trailer's got all the music and the impact and everything that and makes the it. And the revelation, And the revelation. Which is odd. It, it's odd. But he says, who are you? How do you know this information? And she just says, just call me the stranger. And, she, and she's... She's quite creepy, isn't she? That. The way she I'm kind of. Start saying that. You may not be here next week. You may be arrested. Just so you know, okay? That scenario is not okay. normal without Officer. film crew around. Officer. <laughs> I think it. I think it does look really good. I yeah. mean, what worries me is when a trailer's so good, and then of course you watch it, and it's a bit of a letdown. But I, I'm hopeful. It's All not right. going to be. Now I think this might be something uh, you would like, oh, yeah. possibly the Goop Lab right. on Netflix. Friday the 24th of January, this is Gwyneth Paltrow and her team are looking into psychedelics, energy work, and other challenging wellness topics. Are, now, you, are you like Gwyneth? Ha have you seen any of this? No. This is absolutely riotous. It's <laughs> ridiculous to the extreme. Um, so I'm sure most people will be aware of the Goop website that Gwyneth Paltrow has. Yes, and um, that, yeah. it's the most kind of extortionately priced stuff that goes on there. That, some uh, that, weird that, stuff on weird there. Weird stuff. Like, I don't want to talk about no, it because some of it's quite rude. Gross, yeah. Some of it is rude and gross. And uh, she is just, she sort of normalises it like it's okay. And I think one year she had like a Christmas wish list or something like that. And on it was something that, you know, only a mortgage would allow any of us mere <laughs> mortals to afford. Um, so it, she's quite a ridiculous character, but is but normalises that ridiculousness, if that makes sense. So this is a show about it. And... It's so American. They sit around a you know kind of a, a boardroom table and they discuss different things. And it's really quite rude in places. Is it? Yeah, they look at girls have to look at their front bottoms. Okay. Well, I'd be interested. All that happens. I'd be interested <laughs> as a massive Coldplay fan. And I mean, no one's allowed to say that anymore. I'd be interested since they consciously uncoupled, uncoupled. just to see. And I love, I love Gwyneth's film. She's fantastic. Iron Man. Etc. Sliding doors. I I would be interested to watch it just to see what she's like off. Well, not off camera, but when she's not acting. She's very very funny. Is she? I mean, she almost the goop thing. It's uh, it's sort of satire really because the the goop thing you look at and you think this is just absolutely ridiculous. This is some loaded American actress who's got no idea what any of us are interested <laughs> in, but. She sort of almost recognises that, really, and is quite funny as well about okay. the whole thing. And they're trialling different things, so... Why is it called goop? Is it because, like, creams are all goopy? Goopy. Yeah. She does do look at a lot of creams with, like, sheep's brain in or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> no, it's Lord. worse than that, though, actually, isn't it? Once again, you've shocked me. <laughs> all right, so amongst the other new releases, I mean, there's quite a lot, but I've picked out a couple of uh, goodies. My, perhaps one of my all-time favourite comedies... Curb your enthusiasm. <laughs> Why? It's good. Do you watch it? Yes. It's great, isn't it? Larry David. Series 10. Can you believe it? It's a 10th series. Arriving on Sky Comedy. There's a new channel called Sky Comedy. I should have mentioned that in the news. Brand new, dedicated comedy. 
Tuesday the 28th, Jan. Um, yeah, I just love it. And that's why earlier when I was looking you in the eyes to see if you were telling the truth, I've stolen that from Larry David because that's what he does. When he thinks someone's lying he to them, at you. he starts looking Looks really closely into their eyes. But yeah, if you haven't seen it, it's absolutely brilliant. There's lots of sort of celebrity guest stars. People yeah, like John Hamm is in it this time around. So yeah, it's uh, I can't recommend it highly enough if you like the comedy of embarrassment. <laughs> also, slightly blowing, blowing my own trumpet here, I spoke to uh, Chris Harris and Paddy McGuinness, who you will know from Take I Me Out, no do. doubt. Uh, of course, they're two of the three Top Gear presenters. And they're back for their second series as a trio with Flintoff, Freddie Flintoff. They've been successful at this, though, haven't really they? Good. I think they're great. Yeah. It's a bit gentler, yeah, I would say, but there's still good chemistry. So that's back on Sunday the 26th on BBC Two. Starting off, uh, Freddie is doing a bungee jump while inside a car. Oh, my Come gosh. On. What's not so like about well, that? I, he did a bungee jump in the, um, I think it was the Christmas special for A League of Their Own. He did, uh, a, he did yeah, a bungee jump. He does jump all their challenges, doesn't he? Absolutely He's it's, so ballsy. Yeah. I mean, Jamie Redknapp is the sort of extreme. And they were, Yeah, on. yeah. They always tell the Mickey about it. He's so pretty, you know, can't do anything to wreck his looks. <laughs> Freddie just gets in there and he does it. So he's, But in a car. Well, I'm glad you mentioned A League of Their Own because guesting in this series of Top Gear... Romesh Ranganathan. Of course. Yeah, who is a regular on League of Their Own, isn't he? He, he took yeah. over from, who did he take over from? Uh, Jack, Jack Whitehall. Whitehall. Good knowledge. Yes, <laughs> I can't catch you out. So, yeah, that's my... Oh, well, I suppose we should also talk about um, what we've been binging on. Now, I'm going to hand over to yeah. you first. I know you've got a bit of a list for me. I do. Well, I have... We've talked a lot about Netflix in yes. this podcast so I'm going to take a moment to indulge in Amazon Prime um, and I've been streaming through Amazon Prime quite a bit this week good um, because I am um, very unorganised disorganised and have to buy presents very quickly so therefore <laughs> I subscribe anyway um, they give you a kind of a, an idea or ideas of what you might like and they suggested that I might like This Is Us now I'm not sure if you've ever heard of it, but I, I had, but I hadn't heard of it. Um, it's an American comedy drama TV series um, created by Dan Fogelman, and it's essentially three couples, and you and you look at their different lives, it's different different times, and you you never get bored basically because it's three different journeys. So like one couple, um, if you look at the first series, one couple are having triplets. I think it's series three now we're at, I think. Um, but in the first series, I'm, I'm not, I'm not there yet, but um, they're having their triplets and you see the jeopardy there. And it's a really a sort of uh, a difficult pregnancy and a difficult labor. And I'm not going to spoil it, but what happens there, then you've got another family. He was dumped at a fire station when he was a baby by, his drug addict father he's with his family now very successful businessman loads of money massive house goes and finds um his father and then another couple who are are, are, have got a relationship through fat club and they're desperately trying to lose weight and but it's very funny whilst it deals with quite sensitive and difficult issues it's really funny it's great You've piqued my interest. Yeah, it's good. Watch it. Honestly, you'll really like it. Um, And also, uh, Teen Mums UK. Again, it just, it popped up. I don't think that is on Amazon Prime, actually, but I... I, What's that, a documentary, is it? Well, 
No. That, well, kind of. Sounds um, like a Channel 4 show, yeah, shaming, yeah, uh, it is. shaming teen mums. It started off, I think, in the US, um, and then they brought it over here. And it is exactly what it says on the tin. It's teen mums okay. and the, the life that they're leading. Very, right. very young. Um, but... It's quite, it is interesting and, and, and sad and happy and all those emotions mixed into one. So that's just, that's just a bit of, but I, if you're going to watch one thing this week, yeah, we watch leave this you with us. that one, I think. And we, and I wanted to talk about you because I haven't started about binging me. on it yet. Finally. You. Finally. <laughs> no, the series It's not all you. about you. Um, series three has been commissioned by, uh, yep, yeah, you guessed it, Netflix. And uh, apparently, very good. So I'm going to get into that. So next week I'll be talking about that. Is that the serial killer one? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because I think we did we did touch on that. We did touch when we it did, came out for a second series. We did, I but I haven't watched it, you know, okay. properly. It does look good, actually. It does look good. Mm. Well, bit of How a change of pace. Bit of a change <laughs> of pace. So I mentioned uh, the lovely Stephen Graham. Yes. He's been uh, appearing in White House Farm, uh, which is the the crime drama ITV, I think, isn't it? Which is about the Stephen Bamber case yeah uh, these are, which was initially thought to be like a suicide murder um so yeah he's very good in that he's playing a he's very it's your first time isn't he? he's doing a welsh accent in this which i always think tricky can trip up even the greatest <laughs> can. actors can't it so i've been enjoying that i watched uh dead water fell with another okay. of our favorites who we talked about a lot last year david tennant so oh. uh slightly similar premise though it's not this isn't a real life case. So he plays a, a doctor, uh, happily married with kids, and then one night um, his his uh, house catches fire, his family perish in the inferno, and but he survives. And then there's like a question mark over like, is, was he involved? So uh, yeah, I thought that was good. I watched King Gary, okay, which is a new uh, new sitcom. Recommend. Um, is it Tom Davis? Oh, my memory's so bad. Uh, it's the guy who's in Murder and Successful, basically. And it's kind of about an Essex couple and it's a sitcom about sort of okay. they're trying to fit in, you know, keeping with the neighbours. It's, it's got fun. Simon Day in it as his dad. It's great. And he, this guy's just got funny bones. He's huge. He's massive. Oh, I'm He's very, watch very that. funny. And I, I mean, this is a bit random. I watched Sarah Pascoe's Lads, 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 which is her, uh, her, her stand-up special. Uh, it's not all about lads, but she is. She's she's on Mock the Week sometimes. She is really talented comedian. You have to be talented to go on Mock the Week, don't you? Actually, well, you're you so quick. Well, they don't have many women on there, do they? They don't. I'm just actually. saying. Just saying. But she is. Uh, she's fantastic, and it's a, it's a great show. Let's start our campaign for more women on Mock the Week now. Come on then. <laughs> well, which brings me nicely. Yes, doesn't it just? <laughs> Two, because uh, the question of diversity and women being mm. represented has been at at the awards ceremonies has been in the news, it hasn't has, it? It has. Well, the Oscar nominations were announced. The ceremony is on February the 9th. There won't be a host. Hurrah! Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Oscars just what will drag we on for Don't they? hours. Do you stay up for it? No. Horrendous. I, all I want to see is the roundup of the best and worst dressed. I once got told <laughs> that the, I once got right. told that the worst dressed on the on the red carpet actually want to be dressed badly because uh, they'll get spoken about. Oh yeah. I don't know how true that is. Well, what do you think of this year's nomination? Because there's been some controversy about Joker 
yeah. getting so many nominations because it's people are a bit sniffy about yeah, it. Yeah, and they? did you see um, Beyonce ref- when he won? Beyonce refused to stand up when he got that award, um, and and arguably it's because she couldn't move in that dress. Tired. <laughs> I don't think she could move in that she's dress. Just literally lazy. squeezed in. I don't lazy. move. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, it's a good. It's it's good. And it's surprising. I mean, in a way, it's surprising that they're recognising. Uh, well, more so because Black Panther obviously did well, but sort of those those Marvel type films are getting more recognition mm. in terms of the awards, aren't they? Yeah. Because, I mean, we've also got. I've seen quite a few of these. Uh, obviously, we talked about Marriage Story, which was very yes. good. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is yep. up for Best Picture. Did you like With that? Leonardo DiCaprio. Did you like that? Uh, yeah. I had a dream about him last night. Isn't that weird? That's weird. <laughs> it's, it's Do you a want bit to weird. go into any detail or uh, should we leave it there? <laughs> not really. 1917. There's plenty of good stuff. The Irishman, of course. Uh, uh, Little Women. Oh, yeah, because the uh, I think the director didn't get a nod. Well, there's she? that's so all the talk, isn't there? The biggest snub it? was that yeah. there are no female directors in that category. Did you watch is... Little Women? I haven't watched it yet. Did you um, like that you were a fan of the book? Apparently it's very, yes. That's sometimes why I don't like watching these films because oh. I think if you like the book, it's okay. always tricky. Okay. Um, apparently, it's very, it feels very long. That's that's the kind of what Bit I'm like hearing. Life and some relationships. <laughs> Sorry, it seems to be uh, repeating myself there. Twenty twenty is going really I'm well. I'm recycling for, for the new year. It's one of my things. I'm recycling <laughs> everything. Jokes. Well, that's pretty much all we've got time for this week. But looking ahead to next week, I'm very excited about this because I've just been to see it at the cinema. Okay. We'll be talking about Uncut Gems on Netflix. Didn't get an Oscar nod. Starring Adam Sandler, who you might think has made a lot of rubbish films. He is fantastic in this film. Really? It's about a jewellery store owner with gambling debts. And everything just comes to a head over a day and a night. And it's superb. So you you must watch that on Netflix. Uh, what else do we have next week? Um, we've also got Ted Bundy falling for a killer, which is on Amazon. Um, it's This is obviously the latest in a long line of documentaries about, about the serial killer. Um, and, uh, uh, of course, a long-time girlfriend of Bundy's and victims who survived encounters with him. And they all tell their stories. Okay, and finally... We've been talking about the Oscars. Yes, we have. The favourite, starring Olivia Coleman as Queen Anne, arrives on Sky Premiere. But in the meantime, keep, keep watching. watching.